Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to All Things Podcast. I'm Francesca. Britt is not joining us tonight, but we have a special episode to recap the ultimatum Queer Love. And I'm joined today with two special guests, Diane and Celine, who also were heavily invested in the ultimatum Queer Love episodes. So we're going to just kind of run through the season and um, give you some highlights from it all. So thank you guys for joining me. This was actually Diane's idea. So without her, we would not be sitting here because I never <laughs> thought of this myself. Love so. it. Well, I thought that since this podcast is about doing uh, conversations about queer media, that this was definitely a, a topic that should be broached. So hello, everyone. Hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Britt didn't watch it. So then I was like, Britt, you should watch it. And she was like, I <laughs> don't have time to watch it yet and I'm like okay. I don't blame her yeah <laughs> I mean it's- I have to preface this by saying like I I don't normally watch reality tv like this is trash to me um I did think that this was an interesting take on dating and queer dating um I have a lot of things to say about it I'm sure I'll bore your audience but um yeah I don't normally watch this shit so <laughs> yeah, I just want to yeah, I don't also normally watch like re- like dating reality TV shows, but obviously I was going to watch this and I don't think I could have watched this if it was straight people. Like I'll never oh, talk definitely about not. a straight season. The straight it. version's insane. I can't you watch it. I did. <laughs> because men are gross to me. So picturing a yeah. man like cheating, <laughs> no. Because for the I... most part, the women were pretty tamed. I wish men were gross to me. Um, no, <laughs> I think that women are emotional terrorists. And so you definitely see that play that play out um, here, particularly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you start. Yeah. So uh, the show follows one, two, three, four, five couples, uh, queer couples, all consisting of women and or non-binary people. I'm not 100% sure if Ozzy is completely like because sam uses she pronouns for ozzy on the show but then ozzy is just ozzy yeah it goes by ozzy yeah (laughs) so um so we have five couples we have lexi and ray mal and yoli vanessa and xander ozzy and sam and tiff and mildred uh so these couples came onto the show because um one partner in the couple has issued an ultimatum of marriage and the other partner is very unsure of if they want to be married. So they came on here to basically see and figure out what is stopping them from getting married and do they really still want to get married or are they ready to move on and date someone else? So they have three options. They could either be engaged to their original partner, they can be engaged to someone else, or they can leave single. So that's where we start off with the show. <clears throat> what were your first impressions of the group of people that they chose for this? Celine, you want to take that? <laughs> um, I mean, I think the general opinion really was that everyone was fine except Vanessa, kind of. You could, like, right off the bat. Um, yeah. <laughs> everyone seemed okay. I mean, Vanessa even at some point seemed fine but then you really get into it no i disagree (laughs) i'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt (laughs) Um, i will get i will give vanessa the benefit of the doubt but later on in the in the series i agree um i yeah i think 
the general opinion was just that it was Vanessa that was the villain. <laughs> yeah. Who were you the attracted to the most, Celine, right off the bat? Nobody. <laughs> oh, Mal. Yeah. I was like, Wait a minute, you're lying to me. <laughs> Mal, yeah, Mal. Yeah. I think right away I, I like geared towards Mal. I also thought Yoli was very pretty. Um, but other than that, I wasn't really like crazy for anyone else. What about you, Diane? Um, first impressions of everyone or who who was I most attracted cool. to? Okay. So from the jump, Vanessa was annoying. <laughs> um yeah. even like when what's her name? Joanna Garcia Swisher, when she came on to like greet everyone. Vanessa was the first one to be like, are you really not queer? Like, you look so good under this tree, under this light. It was just like, you're too much already. Like, yeah. um, I know a lot of people like that who just want to be, I guess, want to be liked right away by everybody. And so try to use humor as a defense mechanism in that. Um, so yeah, right away, she was already annoying to me. But I guess the one that I, I'd have to say, like, from first look, I was definitely attracted to Ray. Okay. Definitely hot, um, dull, <laughs> indecisive. Mm -hmm. Obviously this developed as as I continued watching. Um, Mal was cute. Yoli was good looking. Um, I think everyone else was just kind of, uh, kind of real people. And I think that that is important to show. I mean, with reality TV, I guess it's really important. So um, I wasn't bothered by the fact that not everyone was glamorous looking. So I, I, I did I did think that that was a, 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 not necessarily an advantage, but a good thing for the show. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when you like have a reality TV show, a lot of people are on it because they're trying to chase fame. And I really feel like yeah. the only person that was probably really trying to chase some sort of fame out of this was Vanessa. And maybe a little bit of tiff now that I, I kind of see some of the stuff that she does like outside the show. Um, but I feel like those were the only two and Tiff didn't really make it obvious while she was on the show, but I think those were the only two that I could see that were trying to get something more out of it other than a relationship. From the jump or at, throughout the entire series? Because I think I had those initial thoughts from the jump. Yeah. From the jump. Okay. Those were the two that like stuff. And I was like, I feel like they're kind of here for more reasons and you know, and I, I think too, with reality TV shows, they always do try to pin a villain and they did that very early on with Vanessa. Right. Deservedly so, so though. Exactly. So once the couples are all, um, you know, wherever they are at this point in the show, it does take place in San Diego and that's where Diane is from. So <laughs> she could give us some insight on some of the places that they were at, but they all kind of then, you know, the couples have to break up and then they go on like this weird, they do like a, they have like a dating day where they kind of yeah. all talk to each other and yeah, it's like speed dating. Yeah. They mm -hmm. do like a weird speed dating. They were all at a pool and that's where you really get to know a lot of them. Like you, we learn more about them and stuff. And that's like where we learned that Lexi was 24 and very and has a big personality, very big personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you just really get to learn a lot about people. I think that was like the first time where I, thought about Xander in a way of like I felt Xander was kind of boring but mm. I also then kind of attribute that to camera shyness I think Xander was very uncomfortable on camera and that's why I personally felt like they were just awkward the entire they were very robotic to me yeah 
Yeah, I think in the very beginning, Xander certainly did not feel comfortable in their own skin. Um, and that kind of played a part in the problems of their relationship with Vanessa, I think. So, yeah, yeah we definitely, but Xander definitely came out of their shell. So, yeah, yeah she definitely did. It was definitely a metamorphosis um, throughout. Yeah. And then right away, like Lexi and Mal, well, Lexi and Vanessa at first were originally getting it off. <laughs> and like episode two, I feel like really made it seem like they were going to choose each other for the trial marriage. Yeah. I think the reason why Vanessa and Lexi, and I think they even said it in, in that episode was that they aren't normally attracted to that kind of personality because they are similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that's true to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. only no one because... sees it, but we're all nodding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess my initial impressions of Lexi kind of went from, oh, okay, I like her vibe. She's a Capricorn. I get it. Um, She kind of has her shit together or thinks she has her shit together. But then I don't know, like, I know we're going to get there, but my, my opinion of Lexi definitely changed Mm -hmm. after the, the next four were released. So I'll just kind of put that spoiler alert (laughs) on that, on that tag. After they do the speed dating, they all end up picking um, someone to trial marriage with and they move in together. And what is it? Three, three weeks, four weeks, three weeks, weeks, 21 days, 21 days. And so the world, (laughs) yeah, that's a long time. I couldn't even like imagine like going from (laughs) living with one person to then going to live with a total stranger for three weeks and falling in love. Well, for some, Um, for one. (laughs) yeah so for the couples it was Lexi and Mal chose each other which I felt was a really strong pairing Mm -hmm. and I think they were both there for and I think it was interesting because Mal was the one who had the ultimatum issued to her and Lexi was the one who gave the ultimatum and I think I think in the situations where it was like the opposites attract in that way they did the best growing because I think Lexi was able to give Mal something and Mal was able to give Lexi something but I don't know we'll get into that um, then it was Yoli and Xander, uh, Vanessa and Ray, Ozzy and Mildred, Tiff and Sam. Sniff. So, <laughs> uh, what did you guys think about um, who each other picked? Did you think it kind of just made sense in a way? Do you wish someone would have picked someone else? Or what do you think, Celine? I mean, I think they all made sense in the beginning, but towards like the end of the three weeks, you're like, Oh, this is disastrous for some of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mal and Lexi, great, whatever. Xander and Yoli. <laughs> um, Mildred and Ozzy, fucking insane. <laughs> Literally, like the mo- the person who is the most confrontational versus the person that is the least confrontational. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Awful. So bad. Um who else tiff and sam they've learned a lot from each other i think i think they did yeah yeah. um which i I think is great um vanessa and ray i we said we would come back to this i think vanessa grew a lot towards the end um 
I don't know if Ray necessarily helped with that, <laughs> like um, the experience as a whole did. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I definitely think some couples tried harder than others. Like Tiff and Sam are definitely a couple where they tried to really learn from each other. And like, if they, like they had issues, like we could get into it. Like Tiff and Sam had issues with Tiff's dog and like different things. And like that they had really bad fights about it, but then they were able to regroup and come back and be like, okay, well, obviously this is like a pain point for both of us. Like Tiff, this is where your pain points are. Sam, this is where your pain, like how do we resolve this? And then how can we take this resolution and apply it to our actual relationships? And um, I saw, so now I'm on ultimatum TikTok, right? And <laughs> Tiff has a podcast. <laughs> um, and they were talking about this, that one specific fight because they were like, you're so used to being so defensive and like, all that stuff their relationship with Mildred mm-hmm. and they were like talking about wh- why it, they reacted that way and I was like okay I get it but also wow <laughs> wow yeah but Shiloh, the poor dog I don't think the dog <laughs> wanted to be there I forgot the name already Shiloh 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 yeah. was Tiff's Zoe is Mildred Mildred Margot Julie's yeah. yeah gotcha, gotcha. I, and i'm very and i'm very i'm very happy as a dog person that all of the dogs got a, a chiron by like episode five i love that yeah they were important characters absolutely the dogs it's very important <laughs> i'm surprised yeah. none of them had a cat but i guess like get me on there i have three <laughs> <laughs> all of them are coming with me oh you you'd even take the third one I take that back yeah i was gonna say i thought that wasn't your cat it's not <laughs> um so let's talk about um let's get into yoli and xander because i feel like they took up so much of the show um so basically yoli and xander ended up falling madly in love with each other <clears throat> and it was the i think it was a very strange thing I don't know if it was necessarily strange. They both wanted the same thing. They were both the ultimatum givers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they both had kind of a timeline for themselves and really wanted to settle down and have a family. And I, and I think when you share those same values and you realize that someone um, wants the same things as you, that definitely like kind of catapults you. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I want to go back to, like the first thing that Mal said out of the gate though was the fact that Yoli gave Mal the ultimatum. But the only reason Mal was hesitant because Mal wants to get married and wants yeah. to have children and wants to have a family and wants to do all those things. She's a Virgo. So she wants all the ducks in a row, you know what I mean? And I'm as a Virgo stellium, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when she says, Yoli is the type of person to fall hard and fast for anyone that's essentially like in her proximity. Um, that was like right on. Yeah. Like she just called it out from the jump. And so I guess in retrospect, looking at that, it's not hard to believe that Yoli fell so hard for Xander so quickly. And the fact that another thing that Mal broke uh, Mal brought up when they got back together for their trial marriage was that one of Mal's insecurities is that Yoli has always dated masculine white women. And so saw Xander as kind of like the only competition in, in 
the, the, the experience. So I thought it was real. Mal seems to be very perceptive and mm-hmm. um, more emotionally intelligent than any other cast member, as far as I could tell. Yeah, I agree with that. I also, I, I think one of the, and I said this to Celine this afternoon, Xander and Yoli were in like this very honeymoon. I fell in love on vacation. We're never going to see each other when we get off this cruise ship type of thing. To me, that's what their relationship seemed like. Like we fell in love on vacation and now we're going to go home and never see each other again. Is, that, is that the plot to Titanic? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I don't know. I know. That's... <laughs> you could go with that. <laughs> But I don't know, because I just feel like it just happened so quickly. Like what? I mean, halfway through, they were saying, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And I think, too, what I thought was interesting was like, we obviously don't know the conversations that the original couples had with each other. But like Xander and Yoli obviously had (laughs) sex. But when it came to Vanessa and Ray having sex, that was a whole issue. Fingergate. The Fingergate. (laughs) Fingergate. Yeah, that was wild. Because like, they went into the whole thing like who was it mal and who else yoli vanessa oh vanessa not knowing about them having sex yeah for like a long time but i (laughs) I remember watching and being like wait why is it like no one's gonna bring this up and they really did keep it a secret for a really long time until they went back to their original couples yeah well yeah well in, in the group's night out when during the first marriage when the um ultimatum uh we know who was it It was in the group's night it was mildred ray xander mal and sam Mm -hmm. right and i think it was mildred who said is there anything about your trial marriage partner that um surprised you or you find annoying or whatever what are the secrets right and so that's when xander was like i'm not gonna say anything i do remember yeah i remember that because mal said something they were like really you Mm -hmm. don't have yeah you don't have anything to say about yoli like and 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 xander was just like no and they said something about all the water bottles around because they were for the dog Mm. but that was all that xander said and Mal so that's too. yeah i think i Mal think Mal knew. had an intuition about what was happening like either you really don't have anything to offer or you're lying about it is yep. basically what mal came to the conclusion absolutely and then oh i lost my train of thought so then so yeah we had that group meeting where they like talked while they were still in the trial marriage then they go back into the trial marriage let's talk about ozzy and mildred real quick with that was a disaster like i couldn't think of a worse disaster it's one of those opposites attract things uh, <laughs> i guess but yeah that was terrible i i have to give it to mildred though when they came back after the night the way that she was trying to talk to aussie and when aussie just up and left i think yeah. aussie's the shitbag in that situation because honestly Mildred was talking in a calm voice yeah she's still a little you know spicy but um I think she was really trying and Mm -hmm. Aussie was just absolutely not trying at all 
yeah and I think like for Aussie at their big age like you you can't just keep walking away from conversation that makes you uncomfortable or unhappy because Aussie was the oldest one yeah Yeah. Aussie is the Diane in the situation and that is yeah unfortunate (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding um but like Aussie grew some but uh, (laughs) by the reunion when Ozzy was like, oh yeah, my family still doesn't know. That was a big I was shook. (laughs) I was shook. I Ozzy altogether just triggers me for personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. I think Sam deserves Sam has patience. That's all I'm gonna say. Sam is a saint. Yes. I mean, I see it all over Twitter. Like people are like, Sam's the like the best person on the show. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah deals with so much <sighs> yeah I, I i think she would have fucked tiff though what'd you say i think she would have fucked tiff if given the opportunity honestly if you gave him more time <laughs> probably. they were getting like an emotional connection there once they figured out their shit the last night <laughs> the last, <day>. yeah. the <laughs> last night <laughs> giving them the benefit of the doubt yeah like when when tiff was like oh what was it because they were like oh do you want to like big spoon me or yeah, something like you big like, spoon okay. me <laughs> like okay i like kind of always liked i had like a soft spot for tiff from the beginning because i really i felt like they came from a good place and i felt like they were like very sensitive and stuff and like i felt like they really did care and love mildred and i loved the way that they talked about how much they loved mildred but i feel like but her and mildred were just so toxic together like you could just tell and even in like episode nine jumping ahead a bit tiff still like we're still gonna have we're still gonna have issues babes you can't like you just set yourself up for failure Um, this is kind of off topic i'm so sorry did you see the tweet where someone was like people who hate bet and tina are what are like what they think tiff and mildred like what they're like yes i didn't see the tweet but that's so true (laughs) i was like oh guys no anyway that's um, insulting so, I, know, um, I know I was like take it back but I think that's what people think Bet and Tina are like they think they're so toxic the way Tiff and we Mil- can't talk about it because we will go on a whole tangent of I know we gotta, we gotta move on <laughs> so the three weeks end trial marriages end and now the couples are back coupling together after three weeks and another shit show because it's like wow you just lived with someone else for three weeks and shared a bed in a bathroom and now we're back here and it was really awkward at first I I felt like there was a lot of mixed feelings you know especially with Yoli and Xander and yeah no Lexi and Ray had a lot of issues because of finger gate and (laughs) 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 um and then so sorry go on go ahead go ahead Celine I was just going to talk about Ozzy like walking out. We didn't even. Oh yeah, we barely talk touched about that. Where did they go? <laughs> uh, they, safe. they took their water bottle and their backpack and just <laughs> and left and left both times. I'm glad they were safe though. Like if they didn't feel safe, like good for them. But also, oof, they went back to their real home that they were paying rent for. Wow. <laughs> but like, imagine like you're doing the show and like you still have to go to work. 
I that was one of the things that I was confused on. So we we learned that Xander was a physical therapist. Hi, Capricorn jumping out. What does everybody do for a fucking living? Um, <laughs> I know Ray, and the only reason I know this is because I saw her Instagram. She's a, a software engineer, I guess, wow. which is par for the course. She is Asian, so that tracks. Um, but like, I don't know. Like Mal took a a work call in the middle of her meeting their meeting of uh Lexi's parents so like I don't I know what any of these people do to be honest I think that was staged so Lexi got alone with her parents but yeah because they all I want to know what they all do I do yeah. I want to know what they all do um well apparently Tiff gets a mooch <laughs> yeah apparently allegedly allegedly <laughs> yeah um because so, but like I, I Ozzy also talked about going out with friends during the time like they were in the trial marriage like seeing mm-hmm. their friends and doing all and like living a normal life basically during the trial marriage yeah they mentioned like oh i want to go see my friends do this that the other thing because like mildred's like you're never home you said you'd cook for me you're not here you're not doing that. oh that's what that was about okay yeah all right maybe then, i get into that my other what was my other question that I was just going to ask then um well that was like also like Tiff was like I have to go get my dog so like Tiff had to go get her dog from somewhere when they like finally moved in together with Sam and then oh what was I just going to say oh who was the friend that you liked a lot you said Natasha Natasha. I loved Natasha Natasha was amazing like Natasha is the only one who has any common sense apparently um and i just think she really broke it down both times that she made an appearance very yeah. well for for both the couples and on you know in her own camera interviews um like she's just very intuitive about why tip and mildred aren't working and <laughs> why tip and sam are hooking up <laughs> like she's just very insightful and i was very team natasha as soon as she came on so apparently she is single so we should make a queer dating show just for natasha (laughs) the bachelorette natasha natasha could be the the bachelorette i I don't know any of the other dating shows other than f boy island f boy island's the only one i've ever actually watched so oh yeah i don't know it was on hbo (laughs) um how about we take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the couples recoupling all right everyone we're back uh, with all things podcast we're talking about the ultimatum queer love we left off with the couples um ending their trial marriages with their new partners and now we're gonna pick up with the couples recoupling and all of the awkwardness that follows with that um so everyone goes back to their respective partners and I don't necessarily remember exactly what happened when everyone got back together. I know Lexi and Ray had a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where Lexi starts to become ma- manipulative. And yeah. I know, Celine, you have a lot of thoughts on that. <laughs> I just said that she was annoying. <laughs> And a control freak and manipulative in her own right, in her own way, not right, but it's just like people are always dragging Vanessa when people are kind of 
doing the same exact thing in a different way do you know what I mean not the same thing but like they're acting the same kind of way yeah I just didn't know what Lexi wanted Ray to say it felt like Ray did a lot of apologizing and was kind of being like hey look I I made this decision Uh, I I did what I did during this experience like what like what else do you want you know like the way she was just harping on it and I think I think we began to see this change in Lexi when Ray was explaining to Vanessa before they even got back together, when Ray was explaining to Vanessa the phone call and she was like, how am I going to tell my family? Like, how am I going to tell my, why Lexi, why do you need to tell your family what is going on in your relationship like that? Like that's emotional terrorism right there. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's manipulation at its finest. And I think that, you know, it really um, painted Lexi in a way that made me forget about the first impression of her. Yeah. And And it's also like, they weren't together. Do you know what I mean? Like They were on a break. They were on a break. (laughs) Let's all quote, you know, everyone from Friends. But like, I get it. It sucks. But like, it's not... Yeah. acting like it is the end of the fucking world yeah and Lexi also wanted her to do this like this this whole this thing was Lexi's idea so why are we going to continue punishing Ray for exploring to see if like I mean that's how you see you test drive other cars if you don't think the car that you have is the right one for (laughs) you anymore right like that's what you do so I don't know I just, it really painted Lexi in a different way for me. And I felt really bad for Ray. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Lexi just kind of bulldozes Ray down all the time. And like, I feel like that's one of the reasons why she doesn't really have a voice is because Lexi does all the talking. Like when they were on the beach and Ray was like, I don't feel heard ever. And then she literally combated it with like, (laughs) you never hear me. I was like, ooh, (laughs) ooh, let's stop right there. just like for a 24 year old she has too much power like Lexi like and I don't know if because of you like, know where she carries it all yeah <laughs> and like she's just like so close with her family and it's like it's like to her she's on this very quick fast track I, I can't yeah and and I didn't like the way that when they were out to dinner with Lexi's parents the way Lexi continued to just you know needle yeah and can't let it go like girl let it go and her mom her mom a hero <laughs> was literally like whoa <laughs> like whoa girl it's okay that i don't know crazy. that was uh, crazy but even her dad was like you guys were on a break <laughs> <laughs> i know this man is probably like oh what did i get myself into also he the- didn't say much the entire no, time he did not <laughs> same with uh not not in that sense but like joanna the host literally the tennis match she was like yeah <laughs> the entire time i was like this woman is probably terrified of lesbians now or queer people <laughs> in general but like oh yeah i think the next couple that probably had like the most awkward reunion was yoli and mal and <laughs> i think mal mal came back into it loving yoli and you know she said a bunch of stuff like, you know, I'm choosing you. You're my, what would they keep saying? Oh, my. Hell yeah. My hell yeah. I was like, I couldn't remember. But, you know, 
all that type of stuff. And like Mal was going to choose Yoli over and over again because they had that history. They know each other. Like they know what they're getting themselves into together as a couple. And Mal was really strong about that. And Yoli was in love with Xander. Yeah. I think it's also telling too, like another thing that bothers me about Lexi is how she couldn't let it go. But at the same time, she was like trying to convince Mal to hook up like their last mm-hmm. time and Mal was like I don't what did Mal say something about like I don't want to confuse things I feel like that if I were to be sexual with somebody else like that would confuse things for me um which again emotional maturity but at the same time there was something that Yoli said where she's I think she was talking to Xander and she was like I need sex like once a week is great if it's twice a week I'll be nicer so I really got the impression that Mal isn't as sexual as Yoli would like them to be yeah um so maybe that was also an issue and Xander kind of filled that void more than one way um for Yoli yeah um but yeah I do agree that Mal came back ready to make a decision i mean obviously we see we see that later but um i do think that because of the conversations that lexi and mal were having during their trial marriage really kind of fine-tuned what mal realized that she wanted for sure because i think mal was probably one of the only people that came into it getting the ultimatum but did it wasn't like she was against marriage she just wanted her ducks in a row and, you know, Yoli wanted it now. Yoli just felt like Mal couldn't give that commitment, but I don't think Mal was unreasonable for not wanting that commitment right away. Yeah. You know, some people need, some people need security. Some people need that, that in their life before they can make big jumps like that. Right. So. Um, yeah, sca- scarcity complex is real. Exactly. Uh, the next couple then would be like, Vanessa and Xander get back together and you know at this point Vanessa knows that Xander is like slipping Mm -hmm. away from her so she's trying to like go all in so I think Vanessa really did prove Lexi right in that in the very beginning the whole reason Vanessa was up for this was because she gets to fool around for three weeks knowing that she could come back to safety security blanket that is Xander and it was only until she realized that Xander started to develop feelings that she fucking freaked out. And I think that that, I, I mean, I don't, I guess to like put, put it into like more familiar terms for us. That's kind of like a bet moment where you're so scared of like losing everything that you've had for the last, however many years, like that foundation, that security that you've been an asshole for so long, you don't, recognize what you have until it's on its way out the door Mm -hmm. and so um I think that that's kind of what kicked Vanessa's ass in into high gear um I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking you guys want to jump in Celine oh god I (laughs) I agree I literally you're much more articulate than I am so I'm like yes yes Diane come on (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I totally agree I it was really interesting to see what I really loved was Vanessa writing everything down yeah (laughs) 
I loved that. I was like, (laughs) yes. Like, cause I'm like that. I cannot speak ever. So writing it down really helps. And I think what she wrote down was what she always is feeling like inside. And it's not like how she's trying to do that whole defense mechanism where she's just making everything with humor and like making light of everything. So I thought that was really smart because then you kind of got a glimpse into like what she actually kind of is like, Mm -hmm. Um, even though I do think like the whole making light of everything is truly her, but like you got a more of a deeper insight into everything. And that's when I started to be like, okay, maybe she's not as horrible as I think she is. Yeah. Unless, unless again, that's also her being emotionally manipulative too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, I'm really kind of, I'm on the fence about it. I don't really yeah. know. Um, yeah. I think my thing with like Vanessa is <laughs> I, I started to, mm, it's not that I disliked her at that point. And I think the writing down stuff and like her, you saw her realization that like Xander's not just going to be her safety net anymore. And I think another problem with Xander and Vanessa is that they were each other's like, maybe not first queer relationship, or maybe it was, I can't remember, but they had such a history together. And I think there was that safety there and like, they have such a history and like that's a safe space and it's like if I go and date someone else that's unfamiliar to me like I could go Vanessa could go out and have fun with people but she needs to come home to safety and Xander was that safety and I think Xander in a lot of ways was the same but this opportunity made Xander realize that Vanessa's not just my whole world there's other people out there like that I have not got to meet or date and like it's like the classic like you can't you maybe you shouldn't always marry your first girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever like you need to like have those experiences and like sometimes it really just shouldn't be one and done it works for very few people but you need to have experiences and meet people and like under and like meeting people helps you learn about yourself and I think Xander meeting new people helps her learn about herself and like it in, in the long run it will help Vanessa too because Vanessa needs to go and meet new people and like you know, open herself up. I think she hides behind her humor and I think she hides behind making light of things because I'm a little bit the same way. Like I'm always trying to make a joke to hide fear or something. And it's like, no, you need to like open yourself up and not hide in those feelings. And I think Xander and Vanessa were hiding in each other a lot of their insecurities and their fears and stuff and just staying with status quo because it was comfortable. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also kind of felt a little bit like mm, Vanessa does still have some emotional manipulation that she pulls mm-hmm. like with the whole Instagram thing, um, the whole telling Mal about Yoli and Xander messaging. Yeah, I forgot like, about that. <laughs> she's a shitster, and I feel yeah. like she kind of thrives in that kind of drama. Mm-hmm. And Xander I think for the four years that Xander was with Vanessa is really just Stockholm syndrome yeah just used to that kind of emotional abuse and so again like you said it was you know it's comfortable it's safe it's what they know so hard to kind of step out of that until they were forced to do that yeah Um, but yeah I, I Vanessa I'm still kind of on the fence with as far as like does she truly grow or she's just a mastermind manipulator? I'm not not sure. I feel like I can't give her too much credit to be, to being a mastermind manipulator, but 
yeah you don't I don't think she's smart enough or what I don't think she's smart enough for that. <laughs> and, and it was very funny like her dad showing up like Vanessa being a daddy oh was my like, god <laughs> I texted you and I was like that was not what I expected no I expected I mean he over. he basically like told her <laughs> you know marriage is not for everyone it's certainly not for you is basically <laughs> what he said when xander and vanessa met up with him that one night yeah listen sometimes your parent knows you better than you think yeah i mean the apple doesn't fall far from the tree it kind of i kind of got the vibe that he was definitely yeah, a fucking ladies man yeah. when, he came up, when he came alone i was like <laughs> he looks yeah he looks like that dad that like he looks like a surfer work. dude yeah. he's like ah, whatever my problem too is like Vanessa's from New Jersey and I'm like mm, why <laughs> why 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 but did, did, Xander, did Xander and Vanessa meet in high school is that what they said at the yes beginning? so yes. Xander's also from New Jersey and I'm like these yeah. it's like a classic because this happened I mean I'm sure it happens from many states but I know so many like lesbians that live in New Jersey and then they go and move out to California together and they start their little lives and it's like be be a real oh, original, please. Well, as the as the great New Jersey poet Carrie Fletcher once said, <laughs> "I'm a sucker for the fuck me up, Fran." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we do like to be fucked up here in the in the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> oh man, Aussie and Sam. Awesome. And Sam. <laughs> Sam from the beginning, I always had a feeling that they would kind of be okay if they could, if Aussie could get their shit together and like sam could figure out whatever she had to figure out like they were just kind of very vanilla to me in a way and i felt like they had really good compatibility from the beginning you both are looking at me like i'm crazy <laughs> i have i don't know i have such a problem with ozzy and i and i guess it's because there's so many shades of my ex-girlfriend in ozzy that it was mm-hmm. very just like fucking run sam (laughs) um from the not being out to the family to the running away not talking about problems and then when you're in it and trying to talk about the problems like they just belittle and and be mean i i i I don't know yeah and like ozzy's behavior on the show the entire time was awful but there was still something when her and when they're them and Sam were together, I kind of I saw like what made them special as a couple. <laughs> I can't with the dead silence. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm on I my just, I just like even from the beginning, I was like, ooh, I don't think they're gonna work. And then literally in the end, it's none of the couples work except except them, them. which is yeah. wild to me wild i feel like they were one of the more stable couples coming into it i don't understand how you can say see that that as stable fran not that they were i don't i don't know how to describe it i'm not saying that they were stable stable but i I, there was something about them when they said they, they they loved each other like there was something different about the way that like tiff and mildred said i love you to each other if that makes sense I don't know the hesitation <laughs> jumping forward the hesitation of Sam when when Ozzy, when Ozzy proposed. finally proposed like after giving her that stupid a rock, le- a rock. I feel like that was a bad edit that was I feel like that was a bad edit yeah but no <laughs> because okay, the the rock, reunion, I was a little upset in the I reunion 
Sam was like, oh, it was like five times longer. Like that dead silence between them when the rock happened. It was so much longer than what it was on TV. I can't imagine someone giving me a fucking rock when I'm expecting to be like proposed to. No, I was upset about that. I was upset about that because I was like, that's all you're going to give her is a rock? Like, a, like You're, you're my rock and <laughs> I choose you? What? Yeah. Oh, God. It was giving like queer teenage romance novel. I mean, and when you think of emotional maturity, yeah. that is literally where they are. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm wrong. I mean, they're I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're totally entitled to your opinion. No, I just for sure. <laughs> I yeah I just don't see them as stable. I don't see them as stable. I, I, I... okay. Can I, I'm gonna go on a tangent real quick about something unreal like a little unrelated. Sure. I don't know why it bothers me so much that all of them got down on a knee. Basically, <laughs> I it bothers you. It bothers me. I and I think it's because I have a personal preference of one. If you're gonna propose to me, do not get down on your knee we don't need that this is not we don't need we don't need traditional don't get down on your knee i don't need you down on any that's too heteronormative for you yeah it's yeah it's like strange like i want to be your equal in a way i feel like it's very like i'm like i don't know it's it's awkward for me well fran you said yourself you're kind of short so someone is going to need to get down on (laughs) one knee to be equal with you right i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was looking up in the distance like I love you. You're fun size. It's fine. <laughs> and two, because I personally feel like I'm going to have to be the one that proposes in my future. I'm not getting down on my knee. I have knee problems. I'm never getting back up. I'm never getting back up. I got trapped oh on the floor God. not too long ago at my friend's house because I was playing with her daughter and I couldn't get up because my knees hurt so bad. Oh, no. Is that why your knees are popping now? <laughs> oh, my knee's popping for other reasons now. Now, now, now. Now. <laughs> so yeah just so in the future if anyone mm-hmm. any of my future if a future partner of mine ever says oh just for us to have a preference no kneeling <laughs> and i want an emerald not a diamond i want an emerald okay. oh to anyone who's listening out here france future wife please <laughs> <laughs> wow jennifer beals if you're listening please <laughs> jennifer beals please i want an emerald <laughs> Oh man. Carl, if you're listening, I want the same. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Uh tangent over. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, I feel like we've covered, you know, everyone. Oh, we did not talk about the 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 party, the cocktail party where they all went back to together as couples and they then they had to see their ex marriage partner person yeah. with their with their actual partner. That was weird. And I feel like that was just so awkward. Vanessa and Ray, awkward because Renee, Renee, Ray totally ignored Vanessa the entire time. I didn't watch that episode. Oh yeah, you didn't watch that episode. You missed that. The and, um, Yeah, again, Lexi like not happy with Ray's reaction, or and Ray's like she hugged you first. <laughs> yeah that 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 that's really where it turned with me with Lexi I was like Lexi you're talking out of your ass now like now you're yeah. just making shit up like you're making so much out of nothing she's not choosing you because she's not ignoring Vanessa well enough for your liking I I yeah yeah it was um and Mal should have 
And Mal should have ran for the hills that night when oh my Xander, when Yoli and Xander <laughs> couldn't get away from each other. Y- yeah. Reminds me of my first breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. <laughs> did I stay? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh. Well, you're you, so you young. And, you and Mal both got away, so it's fine. <laughs> Celine just kept walking into them though. Like, <laughs> sorry, that, that was that was mean. It's um, fine. It's funny. <laughs> I I mean, there was a little bit of a confrontation though with Mal and Xander, like Mal expressing, "Hey, I'm gonna choose her every time." You don't know her history. You don't know her baggage. You don't know what she comes with. That kind of thing, which is all true. Um, but I did think that it was unfair for Mal to try to press Xander to say if they were going to choose Yoli at yeah, that, that point was... anyway I don't know that... yeah and I didn't want to become like two people fighting over one person yeah she kind of was in a way but not really and but... I think Vanessa was just mad that they weren't fighting over her yeah I think so. it was originally Vanessa that wanted threesome with mal and xander right maybe it was in yeah. the beginning right yeah at the very know. beginning yeah. at the very beginning when when they were talking about the um oh can we it was during like the speed dating round or whatever yeah 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 i remember when someone saying oh can we pick two partners type of thing and then yeah but yeah so episode nine <clears throat> the proposals we start off with Mal and Yoli's proposal. Yeah. And I Mal... want to say I want to say those proposals happened at Balboa Park. I wasn't entirely sure though, because I think that's the only spot in town with gazebos like that. Yeah. Interesting. Not that anybody knows. I mean, I, I was definitely watching it with a different eye because of, of all the different places and locations that they were filming at. Mm-hmm. Um so that was interesting. I'm like, I've been there, I've been there. I like doing that when I watch TV and like there's somewhere that I've been. I'm like, oh, I know where I know where they are. Yeah, yeah, it definitely adds an element of interest. Yes. So, Mal and Yoli's proposal. Mal's basically all in. Yoli is still saying, who? "I'm in love with someone else." I'm gonna say yes to you. Yeah. Who thought Yoli was initially gonna say no? Because I definitely thought Yoli was gonna say no. I thought Yoli was going to say no, but the second she said yes, I was like, you bitch. (laughs) You dirty lying. Like, come on. Be so serious. Yes. Because I I feel like the night out where they were all talking, like, she basically talked Xander into saying, yeah, let's fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, she's... She quickly climbed the ladder of most hated. Yeah, I mm, that was dirty. <laughs> because that then was. even to like meet up with Xander then after Xander. So we could talk about Xander breaking up with Vanessa in a second, but like Xander going to Yoli feeling really optimistic in a way. And yeah. Yoli Yoli taking off her ring, bro. Yeah, Yoli took off her ring from Mal. And 
then kind of leads Xander on and Xander's talking and talking and talking and then goes, I need to tell you that like I picked, I said yes to Mal, even though I love you. And I'm like, what? Crazy. <laughs> Honestly, Xander needed to be by, by themselves and figure yeah. their own shit out for a little while. Yeah. I just hate how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Poor Xander, but I mean also I'm really proud of Xander though because yeah. what they told Vanessa, I think, was very fair. Yeah. And very grown up mm-hmm. and very on point. Like yeah. I I'm very proud that that they absolutely grew from this experience from that Stockholm syndrome victim. <laughs> And I think Vanessa took it really well. I think Vanessa kind of knew what was going to happen. And I think Vanessa also had a very grown-up reaction to it. I do, I do too. I was proud of Vanessa that she didn't flip out and like, yeah. Yeah. They both knew it's what they needed. Yeah. Definitely. So. so um, who's left? Oh, Tippin. The longest proposal of my uh, life that I had to say. Shut up. And you know what sucks is that that happened at my absolute favorite place in the whole entire city, Sunset Cliffs. Like, I love going there, and they fucking ruined that spot for me. <laughs> like, I. Yeah. I don't know. I really thought that after the great Natasha came and kind of put them in their place about the situation. <laughs> great Natasha. That Tiff would have, um, and even Alicia, I think. Was it Alicia? I don't was remember. Tiff's friend? No, that was Mal's friend. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I really thought that Tiff was going to be like, you know what? This is probably not good for either one of us. But succumbs to the pressure and i just it made me sad yeah i think because they both deserve better people that fit into their lives better and it was very obvious watching them that they don't belong together but holding on to something there i mean i don't know like when your therapist fires you that's a fucking problem yeah that is a problem Who else? Um, do have? Oh, the um, the Lexi and Ray proposal. I thought that was cute that they both proposed. Yeah. Me, my um, thought during that was like, damn, neither of them had to pay for a ring because Lexi's dad's Lexi's <laughs> dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it seemed like Ray was finally making a decision for herself it seemed like she got there yeah i Um, think deep down she loves lexi and like i think she loved there's a lot of idea of lexi yeah well i think she like loved the idea of lexi (laughs) diane (laughs) i mean not wrong you're not wrong there is that dress dress oh boy (laughs) When she was in the car, at the same time when she when when she was in the car, I was like, I know I had to like look. I was like, damn, (laughs) they were how how big do we Mm. think they are? Like, I I need a number big enough that it hurts her back. Yeah, they're they're the biggest. I don't think I've seen 
and they, they're natural right those are not like oh god yes like yeah there's no way that they're not <laughs> that's a fascinating and her mom's this big i was like where, where, there's, where are those coming from <laughs> that's a lot to handle that that's a lot that's a that's a lot of woman that is <laughs> that is ray wanted it all <laughs> when wait but also when they the height difference because they were both wearing heels i was like it's like jessica and roger rabbit yeah i love that for them though yeah awesome. oh yeah i was just shocked by the height difference i was like holy shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so all in all episode nine i was just kind of like bored <laughs> I yes guess. because i honestly <laughs> i didn't i didn't want ozzy and sam to get together i didn't want tiff and Mildred to stay together i was happy that xander and Vanessa broke up I was happy for Mal, but felt bad for Mal. Um, Yoli has issues. <laughs> but overall, episode nine, I was like, I'm I'm not really happy how it all yeah. worked out. By the and end then episode, we get the reunion. <laughs> and then we get the reunion. By, by episode nine, I will say that I was like, you know what? They actually casted some pretty good people, though. Like, they all brought something to the show. And no, no one was necessarily, like, too boring. If anyone was boring, it was Sam, because Sam was such a sweetheart. Um, but I did feel like they had, like, a good group of people. So. Um, how about we take a break and we'll come back and talk about the reunion? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we are back um, with part three of this episode to talk Sweet. about the reunion now. Jesus. No one's going to listen to this. <laughs> going to listen to this. It's going to be our most viewed podcast episode. <laughs> if no one, no, you know what no one's going to listen to? Me talking about queer movies, but I'm still going to do it anyway. Thank you to all eight of you that have listened so far. Oh my God. I apologize if your ears are bleeding. Well, <laughs> people come here for my wit let's be real <laughs> the silence oh uh, was i supposed to laugh i'm sorry you're supposed sorry. to agree wow no fran you're very entertaining i i, I can't can't deny that oh i i love being humbled by by those that love me and those that i love <laughs> all right anyway let's get into the reunion before this turns into a roast no it's not gonna turn into a roast maybe for my 30th birthday i should do the roasting of francesca i think i'd cry, cry. <laughs> I yeah like, i was like that is a horrible idea <laughs> you would not have know, fun with that i don't need to know the real thoughts of people <laughs> absolutely not i forbid it as the oldest one here Oh boy. Diane keeps us in check always. <laughs> I don't mean no. to. I just No, no, it's a good thing. We need it. <laughs> yeah, we need we need someone to keep We need check. it, trust. You guys have all these ideas and it's just like, um <laughs> let's, let's think about this for a minute. Think about it. Why? No, never. <laughs> let's just get married to a stranger after living with them for three weeks. 
Now that I can and get now it's a segue to Yoli. Let's go. We're <laughs> <laughs> at the reunion. What's the host's name again? Joanna, Joanna Garcia Swisher. Yep. That girl, Joanne, is nope. like like what's her name? Joanna? Joanna. And jo- I'll just I'll just say that Joanna Garcia Swisher, she's cute. I don't know if she added much to the show though. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying that because she's straight. Like I I don't care if the host is straight or gay or you know, whatever. Like I I don't know. I don't think she really she didn't say much the entire time and she was only there for what three episodes? Yeah, they didn't really need her for much. Just like the just like the formal the formality part. I yeah. told Brand that Rosie O'Donnell should host next year. Yeah, season. they need a comedian for sure need, to host like, something Rosie, like this. Rosie is invested on Ultimatum TikTok. Oh, oh really? Yeah. She has not. like commented on everyone's videos. How funny. And been like, love you. <laughs> I <laughs> love you. her on season two. Because Rosie also would do good because like Rosie is a good interviewer. So I feel like she also knows when not to like open her mouth. So like right. she'll let people talk. So I feel like if any other like queer lesbian person was the host, they would have interjected a little too much. Get Marjan. Celine, why'd you even have to bring up that smurf? <laughs> For my entertainment. All right. I don't know. I think I think Rosie has a lot of failed relationships in her own right that I think yeah. could definitely she could be of, of some value in that regard but you're right that the interview stuff as well for sure um yeah i, I didn't even think about who would be a better host but i just think that definitely like a comedian needs to yeah. interject some levity into the situation at times yeah because um, sure. <laughs> the music is absolutely cheese ball. <laughs> oh my god it feels like an episode of gen q with the music like, it I'm does that's oh. all I think about when a song starts. I'm like, oh, I'm in an episode of Gen Q. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they do so an exposition shot. <laughs> I can't. I miss. I miss them. Anyway. 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 So she Maybe. starts with. Uh, she starts with Lexi and Ray, right? Yeah. Yes. We start with Lexi and Ray, and Lexi and Ray are engaged. They just moved back from Philly, back to San Diego, or to California in general. Uh, I don't think they were from san diego i think they were from la yeah that yeah probably i think tiff so, is the only tiff and mildred are the only ones that were from oh okay yeah san diego so they moved back to california after being in philadelphia they're engaged lexi's mom is planning the wedding all seems well and dandy and i feel like they didn't really do much in the reunion to be honest because like they were so perfect you know because they were together and whatnot so like i feel like we were able to move on from them pretty quickly and who did did we go to who do we go to next in the well we talked well that's when she brought up fingergate and went to vanessa and then vanessa kind of started talking about how um she realized that she was the villain (laughs) yeah that is true and i think that's a part where with vanessa i was like oh vanessa became very self-aware in this and yeah apologize and like she noticed like what where where she like went wrong and stuff and i think that was like a lot of growth and also the time between they filmed the show and then they did the reunion there's a lot of time in between and they get to watch the episodes so i think a lot of self-reflecting for vanessa when you see yourself on screen yeah for sure 
And I also yeah. loved Lexi's rant about like what is like what is queer sex like what is sex to different people especially in like same-sex relationships I thought that was interesting too because like yeah because she said that 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 Vanessa fucked Ray and then Vanessa (laughs) I didn't fuck Ray and then she said okay well Ray fuck you or whatever I don't know yeah however you would characterize it um yeah I think that was very poignant of Lexi to point out um, what do you guys consider sex? <laughs> oh, no. um, Celine, what do you consider sex? Uh, <laughs> and the roast starts now. <laughs> Sorry. We can edit this out. Edit this one. out. No, it's fine. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> that was actually an opinion i still have a fucking opinion (laughs) you absolutely can have an opinion (laughs) i don't know (laughs) wait i mean it's kind of like how christians think that anal sex isn't really sex like (laughs) i consider that sex um i mean is is oral sex sex or does it require penetration i think that there's some sort of connection and something that's a connection so is kissing sex no no i think there's a difference between like i don't know i'm not getting into this (laughs) we're at the campfire right now trying to see what (laughs) one of my favorite parts of this entire series was um when yoli or I think Mal found out that Yoli and Xander had sex. And uh, I think Mal goes, with mouths? No, that was Vanessa. That was that Vanessa was. and Xander. With mouths? Yeah, I with was like, Mal. <laughs> Slay girl. <laughs> yeah, with I mouths? mean, I, I think the genitals have to be involved in some capacity. I don't think it matters how. Yeah. Um, but if... If, <laughs> if you're penetrating that sex... Definitely, but if you're, <laughs> I don't know how to look like. Just, I'm having a hard time articulating, Celine. <laughs> oh wow, we we stumped if, Diane. If, Diane is oh. at for words for the first time in her life. She's at a loss for words. It's not we a first time. It. Don't worry, don't worry. You haven't you haven't burst that bubble. Um, no, but like I penetration, of course, but also. are you gonna say like emotional connection no 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 i'm trying to like find a term that isn't oral sex to say oral sex but like i i would consider that sex oh yeah like getting eaten out would be considered sex (laughs) there you go just say super super colorful (laughs) my mother doesn't listen to this i don't know (laughs) this is beautiful (laughs) this is what selena and i text what oral sex oh yeah yeah that's beautiful too (laughs) oh boy (laughs) oh boy these are the hard-hitting questions that we're answering here yeah all things what is sex it's all (laughs) we're talking about all things (laughs) yeah that's Um, why we rebranded all things to bet so i was actually surprised that vanessa and xander hadn't been in touch after the show 
Yeah, I thought for I sure too. Vanessa was going to try to get her little meat hooks back into Xander at some point, somehow. Um, proud of her that she didn't. I'm very proud of Xander that 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 didn't happen because it also seemed like it was Xander's choice. Yeah, the way that Vanessa was kind of carrying on about it and how she got so emotional about it. So, um. That was interesting. And I, I hope that they could have a friendship now. Because I think they just deserve a friendship. Yes, just a friendship. No penetration. <laughs> or or eating out. Or mouth, eating. Stuff. No no mouth stuff. No mouth stuff. No mouth stuff. stuff. <laughs> Felicio. None. No. <laughs> Please. But the, only anyway. that, the only one that partakes in that is me. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 mean Connie Lingus? Yes, I do. <laughs> Connie yeah. Connie Lingus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we talk about um. So yeah, Vanessa and Xander haven't spoken. I do hope that they could have a friendship at some point. I think they deserve that. I think they have a really long history together, and I think it's upsetting when people who have a friendship and like a connection like that like lose touch because sometimes you like like Vanessa said like Xander was her best friend mm -hmm. and you know sometimes in life like you lose your best friend but sometimes you just want them back a little bit I don't know so who knows with that but then we jump to what do we jump right to Mal and Yoli then because no like, I think we about. go to Tiff and Mildred don't we I thought Xander led into the Yoli thing. Because then Vanessa caught oh, Yoli in a lie. Oh, yes. About oh, the Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. So then, yeah, because Vanessa brings up that Xander and Yoli were going to go to Hawaii together. Well, no, Xander lives in Hawaii. Xander oh, and Vanessa right. lived in Hawaii, and Yoli was going to visit, is mm -hmm. what I gathered from that conversation interesting it didn't happen but no. there were talks about it yeah um <clears throat> mel did not know that but i thought it was interesting that mel said happily broken up when asked about the status of their engagement yeah because um, it also seems like they were still they're like still friends yeah maybe they i don't know if they're necessarily friends as much as they had mutual friends that's kind of the vibe maybe. that I got, but yeah, maybe they are. That it definitely could be that. It just because, like, by the time we got to Mal, the way Mal was talking, she she just seemed so pissed off. So Mal like, seemed very bitter. Yeah. Um. So you definitely. But we didn't really get like precisely what happened from Mal's side either. Like what we heard from Yoli was that after the show, they went back home and things essentially like didn't change as far as, um the changes that they made during the trial marriage so yeah. it's interesting to me that um mal didn't actually give her side you know was yoli still talking to xander during the time that they were still together like i i don't really i honestly don't know what really happened yeah well, i i yeah you're right we didn't really get mal's description of what happened between them it kind of just they just kind of talked about like yoli and xander and yoli not really having feelings for mal and well not having but like having feelings for both people 
and then honestly they probably just cut it because they needed more time for tiff maybe maybe (laughs) i'm kind of i mean mal can do so much better like mal is such a good soul and a good person like she will find definitely her right person i i mean maybe that right person was also on the stage who do you think mal should have been with i don't think she should have been with anybody i think i think there may have been a connection with lexi still oh yeah that's true okay so tiff and mildred wild (laughs) i was not expecting like when mildred asked about the dog dying (laughs) Or going to the vet or whatever. Was it the twenty first? Was the twenty fifth? Right, right into it. She was twenty first to the twenty fifth. <laughs> like you start feeling so bad for Tiff, and all of a sudden Mildred just comes in out of nowhere. Yeah, and hollering, throwing accusations out the window. I really can't believe she did all that, and then was like, "Yes, I did get arrested for domestic yeah, violence," I and I was like, <laughs> "I got arrested, son. ma'am. <laughs> You're gonna put all this on." television <laughs> what did she not expect something glass she glass threw a everywhere. picture frame and then picture she threw frame. a dog cage the dog cage i didn't the dog I, gate. I heard the, gate, the picture yeah. frame the dog cage was got muffled in my ear and i didn't and i didn't feel like going back and putting captions on so okay dog cage dog cage, dog cage. wow no, gate, apparently gate, that was dog heavy gate oh, dog, that's what it dog, is gate. wow gate. i don't know how she would throw a cage so you're right but you know the cage I it's mean, a ca- it's a candle. It's not a cage. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, it was heavy. <laughs> Damn. They were just so toxic. So and then like, ones. yeah, I was like throwing Tiff's clothes all the down the stairs and like shit like that. And I then Tiff called the clo- the cops on her. Yeah, I don't blame Tiff for walking off that stage. Like she was just getting steamrolled. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely got um, very abusive vibes from Mildred at that stage. Like, I already knew she was very loud. And um, listen, I am a Latina. I have seen some fights between Latina parents, Latino parents. Um, And yeah, we are loud and we can talk over each other in families but when it comes to a relationship but that you don't can't use that as an excuse um there's she has some anger issues that she needs to sort out she has a lot of abandonment issues that she needs therapy on her own not just couples therapy um she's a very damaged person and i feel sorry for her and now she's got a criminal record so I thought it was really, really interesting how even when Tiff stormed off, like she showed absolutely no remorse for that. And I was just like, None. Oh. and Sam goes and follows her. Yeah. And I just, I felt so bad for so Tiff. And then I loved yeah. when Ozzy spoke up and was like, honestly, I'm, I'm on getting triggered. Side. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was crazy. Yeah. And I'm glad that Tiff didn't go back. Yeah, me too boundaries yeah Yeah, you could sit there and be slandered (sighs) and listen we all know tiff's not perfect but that was a lot yeah 
and then like (laughs) when tiff tried to pipe up and she's like i'm speaking and just kept talking i was like whoa (laughs) oh i can't believe they tried living together that was a disaster waiting to happen yeah and everybody saw it coming i really want to know what natasha thinks (laughs) i wish natasha was at the reunion (laughs) she's in the audience you might be able to find Natasha somewhere. She's on I know. TikTok. I know. I hope she lives here. That would be fun. <laughs> I would so be her friend. Oh, yeah. She seems fucking awesome. Yeah, she does. Good vibes. Um, We never got an answer as to why Vanessa poured ramen in the sink, I don't think. When did she pour ramen in the sink? I don't know, but that was the weird thing that Ray said when they were on their first group night out during the trial <laughs> marriage. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Why would you do that? Not ramen in the sink. In the bathroom sink, no less. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Vanessa's a strange, strange bird. <laughs> um, according to TikTok, it looks like Vanessa's living in LA now. Okay. Yes what i saw yeah i want to know what xander's up to yeah well i sent you that whole tiktok about like the conspiracy of xander and did you oh yeah yes you did because <laughs> they were like trying to become influencers and they had like they had a big following and then all of a sudden it just like all disappeared yeah that's true I think, I mean, obviously they all kind of wanted a little piece of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Lexi has an OnlyFans, apparently. Well, when when, when she's caring, <laughs> she's caring. Sweet face. Uh, <laughs> like, I'll be um, I wonder what her content is. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> That what uh, figure out what her job is. I want to see her snapping bubble wrap. <laughs> Sorry, please edit that out. <laughs> All right, now I gotta re-listen to this. Okay, I'm kidding. I don't care. Okay, I already told you. She, I already told you she can. I would allow her to suffocate me. You're not alone in that. I'm sure there's many people that agree. <laughs> She has an OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Huh. <laughs> Celine's going to do research after the show. She's sweating. She's breathing. I'm, it's, not, it's not even that. Like, I'm just like, huh. Wow. No wonder she keeps them. <laughs> yeah. That's so much to carry. I would have chopped them off. What? <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> but, like, you downsize. You gotta downsize. Yeah, I would downsize. downsize. <sighs> wow. <laughs> How do you find clothes that fit? That is a good question. How does from anyone the, find clothes that fit? From, to be it's in this the big world? titty store. Uh-huh. Big titty store. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think her posture is also horrible? Wait, what? Yeah, I said, do you think her posture is also horrible? Oh, like Laurel? Um, Like Laurel's, yeah. (laughs) 
No, she seemed to stand up straight for the most part. At least during the whole engagement portion, it seemed like. Well, she's also 24. She's still got stamina. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Celine, waited Celine can speak to that. <laughs> oh, baby Celine. I'm almost 25, guys. It's okay. Your brain's going to be fully developed. I'm 24 and a half. <laughs> no, I turned 25 in hmm. three weeks. Less than a month. Something like that. Yeah. I really want to find the OnlyFans now. Our big girl. I'll, um, I'll get a subscription for a month so and <laughs> share, the, share the credentials with you. <laughs> we just, it's for research purposes only. For research purposes, of course. <laughs> yeah um, okay so we gotta ha- we gotta talk about the bombshell obviously at the very oh, end of the yeah i i want to say y'all hyped up this this end credit note card yeah and i was like oh i saw it coming <laughs> i didn't see it coming because i actually i kind of i was kind of rooting for them by the end of it only because yeah. even though like i still think lexi is definitely like emotionally manipulative and kind of controlling like i felt like they were in a good place yeah i did feel like they could like keep it together but a part of me just knew they didn't belong together what mm-hmm. part of you the one that thought ozzy and sam should be together <laughs> <laughs> i know what ozzy and sam are going the distance next week <laughs> oh, oh boy yeah ozzy and sam with their two weddings <laughs> I think like just for me, like anyone that's 24 that's so ready to get married, red flag. Selena, are you I ready to married. get married? I am married. Oh, I forgot you are married. I was at your wedding. I forgot about that. I have the photos to prove it. It's literally my contacts, my contact number, whatever. Well, Celine's, it is Celine's in my phone with her married name and with her wedding photo. So Jesus. I feel like this is why Laurel blocked me. <laughs> because she found out she found out your name was in my phone oh boy <laughs> anyway anyway the big reveal Lexi and Ray broke up broke up not that long called off the wedding they called off the wedding yeah, I just I don't, don't think happened. Ray was really sure of herself yeah I think she who really do you think broke up with who I feel like Lexi did it I think Lexi did it, yeah. Because I feel like if Ray didn't, Lexi wouldn't have let her do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, we should wrap this up now. All right. So, in conclusion, we found the only fans. Final thoughts. <laughs> final we, found, thoughts. we found the only fans. Uh, oh. My final thoughts are: I'm happy that this show was made using queer non-binary women. Um, I hope that it brings more queer dating shows to television. They're really entertaining for me as a lesbian. Um, and I'm just sick of watching men on t- TV. Sorry, Diane. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall, I think it was a good cast. I think I'm I'm happy that they all basically broke up um, and that they're all moving on. Because honestly, if you're going on a show where your relationship's in danger, you pro- your relationship's already in danger. Like, I don't think you could really... Like, if you're really going on a dating show to see if you're going to work out, you're probably not going to work out. So 
those are my final thoughts. If you feel like you need to apply for a reality show, just break up. Celine, what are your thoughts? Sure. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. It was fun. I love, I love drama. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything you said, I mean, I hope there, it brings more queer dating shows. Um, and I'm glad everyone broke up <laughs> except yeah, Ozzy and Sam. Yeah. I know it was fun too. Like it gave us everyone like a thing to do together. I felt like we were all watching it together basically. Yeah. Gave us something to do. <laughs> I'll wait for the, for the L word New York. That was a good accent. Thank you. What, what that was a regular voice. What are you talking about? I know. I was kidding. <laughs> oh, she's not from New York. She's from New Jersey. Stop it. Exactly. <laughs> I had to put on a New York accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I would. Um, I would agree with you. I. This will probably open the door for more queer dating shows. I hope that it does. It, I do, probably won't watch them. <laughs> um, but I thought that this was a, definitely a good water tester as far as um queer dating shows are concerned mm -hmm. and um i don't know i think the whole premise is toxic <laughs> yes um especially if you have a relationship that you're kind of putting at risk um if it's like a dating show where you're going to try to find someone it's a little bit different um, but this one was definitely definitely designed for drama yeah and definitely. when you get um queer females and, and non-binary people i think it's a little emotionally taxing because sure. we're we're already emotional creatures um yeah yeah and our habits of dating are a bit different than straight people yeah i mean we saw the u-haul firsthand with xander and yoli like yeah that's really how quickly things can progress in um a relationship like that so yeah well thank you both for joining me in doing this recap i'm really happy that you both could make it tonight yeah thank you for inviting us yeah Thank and you. talking about it um it's always more fun when you have friends so mm -hmm. uh so yeah this has been all things podcast this is the ultimatum queer love episode so thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time bye